A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. And this is Rich Swan. Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Support WrestleTalk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I I'm Chopper Pete Quinnell, and I'm joined by Randall Dandel Datsun. Hello, Pete. How are you? Uh, I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm very well. Slightly tired. Um, it's a good start yeah. for a podcast. Yeah. Um, went out for Valentine's Day last night, mm-hmm. so yeah, it was a very nice night. But, I'm uh, sure we're going to be talking about that in more detail in the sleepy. outro mm. of this podcast, but for now we're actually just going to get straight into talking about SmackDown. We're going to be talking about, and they've been teasing, a new character on SmackDown, plus, you know, Otis got his heart broken and all that, so here's the show. First things first, WrestleTalkLive.com, that's the thing that's happening. We're hosting our own wrestling show. How mental is that? We're not starting our own promotion, just want to get that one out there. But we're going to be showcasing some of the best UK wrestling around. There's like six millions of promotions And some Japanese promoting. people from what I saw. Well, yeah, but it's still part of the UK wrestling scene, yes. you know. It's Shota Umino, who was John Moxley's tag partner, or like... Mm associate during the G1. Uh, he's going to be wrestling there. Lots of other really, really cool names. Uh, WrestleTalkLive.com. Go get your tickets. You can come. It's on March 16th. Come meet all mm. of us. We're going to be doing a podcast as you well. You can meet me. And also everyone else that's on the WrestleTalk team. Anyway, let's talk about SmackDown. Yes. Because this SmackDown was, I thought, an okay episode. Yes. And there was, was there was a couple things that were quite interesting on the show. But the thing I found the most interesting was these little teasers, because WWE sometimes are quite good at doing just a tiny little hint of what's to come. They started doing it with, um, you know, when The Fiend was rising to prominence, Mm -hmm. they did all the Firefly Funhouse stuff, and then they just had the puppets start showing up up uh, in like backstage segments and things. They don't reference them, they're just there for people to spot. They've done it with things like on NXT, they had, uh, for Velveteen Dream's return, they had the three numbers that would just flash up uh, randomly mm. throughout episodes in the weeks leading up to his return. Things like that, they're quite good at. I think this is another case of that, because in two different segments on SmackDown tonight, at random points, it would just, the, the feed, the screen would just start glitching. 
yeah. and it would just go all kind of half a crazy. Second, yeah, for like half a second, it would just go, and then it would cut off again. It looked very intentional, but yeah. also not. In, it looked like it was intentionally unintentional. If yes. that makes sense. I mean, sense. it was definitely intentional. It was definitely intentional because it happened twice in exactly the same way. Exactly. Yes. And it was at such unprominent times during mm -hmm. the show that it was kind of. This is quite clearly something. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, the first one happened during the Bailey and Carmella match. Yes. And then the second one happened when Elias was making his way down to the ring later on in the show. And these just glitches just came up and then just left again. Mm. Um, so in my humble opinion, mm. my expert opinion that is, uh, I think that they're going to be teasing, this is a tease for a new character. Yes. Uh, my first pick as to who it could be, I'm thinking it's going to be Killer Cross. You think Killer Cross is going I think straight Killer Cross. to the main roster? I think straight to the main roster, because there was a lot of reports coming out that, you know, there's a lot of people vying for his services. Uh, WWE, I would assume, have paid in the big bucks, and there was a report that they wanted to push him, you know, to the moon straight away. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people assumed that would be on NXT, he'd be going for, like, the NXT Championship or something like that, short, like, shortly after his debut. I think he's actually straight to the main roster yeah. and he's going to be getting mixed up on SmackDown, There's it looks like. no reason why not because the NXT roster is so saturated right now. Some may call it stacked. That wasn't a pun. I thought you were... I, I was really expecting something there. I know that's your thing. It's my thing. It's, um, did I ever say it was a pun? Well, no, but you stopped and looked at the camera. That's what I do when I say yeah, a bad I know, thing. But that's you know. not your thing. Yes, you, did, you didn't create looking at a camera. I invented it. that. I invented sitcoms. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's so many people now on the uh, on the NXT roster that yeah. I feel like he could quite easily jump just straight to SmackDown, mm -hmm. especially because SmackDown needs new people. Needs someone and to I don't know what it, it is, up. but something about a glitch just makes you think, oh, he's a heel. Like, yeah. you're making my viewing experience worse. So you're definitely a heel. Well, it's almost like they had the uh, the NXT character, I believe it was Solomon Crow, who was a who was a hacker who used to come in with like a laptop and then the lights would go out after Ooh. he tapped on that. That was like his his gimmick. So I don't know whether they're going to do some sort of variation on that and kind of have Killer Cross be some sort of like hackery yeah. type thing who kind of causes causes glitches on the system and I, stuff I like that. I think a lot of people might look at it and go, oh, this is just another Fiend thing. I don't think it's another Fiend no, thing. No, it didn't look like it. Because it's not... It's not violins, it's not lights going off, it's more of a kind of, I don't know, just a, a little te technical issue. Mm, Maybe yeah. Baron Corbin's back in the, uh, in the van in the production last truck, week, yeah. poking buttons. <laughs> Stop it, Baron! This one. Um, but my theory is that it's Lars Sullivan, because I think it's going to be... <laughs> <laughs> you can't even say it with a straight face. I think it's going to be Glitch Bennett, <laughs> which, if you know what that joke is, then you're very dirty and you shouldn't be allowed to watch <laughs> this. Uh, yeah, it's going to be Glitch Bennett, because he is... But seriously, who's your pick? I don't know, because it's such a... It's such a kind of little thing. Mm. That it's not going, oh, well, I know that. That's, a, that's that guy's like, yeah, gimmick. That's his thing, yeah. Either it's a new character. So in, mm -hmm. if it's a new character, I do agree. Probably Killer Cross. But it could just be... Uh, someone else just like re kind of inventing gimmick, their character. Yeah. yeah. Who I don't know, who, but the thing is, I don't know who's not really been on Jinder Mahal. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. Uh, Ali. Yeah. Uh, Mustafa Ali. It, the glitches themselves looked very kind of. Um, when NXT do their takeovers, when they have the the kind of glitchy effects mm. on them when they bring up replays and things like that. It looked kind of like that. <gasps> it's I an NXT I invasion. I don't think it's an NXT invasion, though. Uh, so, yeah, I think my top pick would have to be Killer Cross. I don't think it's going to be an NXT call-up. 
No. Um, so, and I don't think it really fits Timothy Thatcher. I think if anything, he's going to be doing stuff with Imperium or something mm. on NXT. I don't think he's going to fit being that kind of main roster hacker type guy. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I think Killer Cross has to be my top pick. I really can't think of many other people it would be. No. Um, unless it is a complete gimmick change of someone we've all forgotten about, like, I don't know, EC3 or something Tamina. like that. Tamina. I don't think it's Tamina. I'd love it. <laughs> it's Tamina. <laughs> but um, anyway. But yeah, I, I, yeah I'm, I, I'm quite looking forward to it. But I don't mm. think they're actually going to pay this off until after WrestleMania. I think this is going to be a night after Mania t- kind of debut. It's going to escalate, I yeah, think. There'll, ne- be next more few gl- weeks. there'll be three glitches next week, four yeah. glitches. Yeah. And then there'll be like maybe like a promo where it'll be glitchy and then like a voiceover will come in and say something. Yeah. And we go, ooh, that is an actual character. And then it kind of builds. And then yeah. SmackDown after WrestleMania debut happens. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We've got to say thank you to some special people, and that is our Pledge Hammer Patreon backers. If you've not gone to WrestleTalk's Patreon page, you should. It's great. 
Uh, Patreon.com slash WrestleTalk, you get loads of cool benefits and stuff. They've, we've just put up the WrestleTalk Extra podcast for February, which is Ollie and Luke reviewing uh, Elimination Chamber 2014, which has that classic Wyatt's versus Shield uh, six-man tag match, mm. which is great. Um, so you can go and give that a watch. That's at the $10 tier. If you're at the $25 and above tier, then you get your custom wrestling name and a shout out on a show like this. So thank you to Angry Arbel Zafiri. Yeah. And you get a cheap pop as well. Don't have a Shane Cowley, man. Woo. Yes, thank you. You'll never get this name right, you idiots. Matthew Zimjewski. Yes, Zimjewski. Uh, moving sideways, Kieran Crabtree. Sideways. Yeah, like Dr. Zoidberg. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, Robin Banks, Lee Roberts. Oh, Lee Woo, Roberts. Yes. Uh, we're going on a Brian Huntley. Hell yeah, we are. Always on the hunt. John, Mr. Jenkerson. 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 Woo, yes, thank you. Colin Mc. Leaner than Finn Balor. Ooh, I finally yes. got that one right. Leaner than Finn Balor. The second coming, Kev Jr. Mm, and Lovely finally, stuff. Marcus, he's got soul, Campbell. It's yeah, a football joke. Football jokes. Well, thank you very much to our Pledge Hammers on Patreon. Uh, so let's get into the actual review of the whole show. Uh, first thing that I spotted on this show is it's coming from Vancouver, Canada. And then I saw a support wrestle talk sign. Nice. I, like, yeah. I saw it too. There was more than one. Was great. I know. Well. It was great. So Vancouver, big thumbs up. Thanks, fans. And just in general, van the, the crowd was super hot. It was. For the super whole show, hot. apart from Apollo Crews. Which is understandable. Which is understandable. Yeah. But they, yeah, they were hot pretty much the whole night, and it really helped this show. I think uh, the show opened up with a moment of bliss with mm. Cross and first of the uh, year. Yeah, Cross and Bliss, and as we've seen moment of bliss segments that are god awful, we've mm. seen them that are dreadful. This wasn't one of them. I didn't think. I thought this was fine. <laughs> it wasn't great though. It wasn't great because I'm not saying that. It Alexa was fine. Bliss comes on and goes, "Hi, whatever," and then Nikki goes, "Oh, Alexa, it's Valentine's Day today, so who's your celebrity crush?" And Alexa's kind of, "Oh well, you know, well, should I say it? Should I say it?" The crowds go mental because they want to know who Alexa. Yeah, Bliss we want to know who you fancy. Yeah, and then. Uh, Nikki goes, ooh, I'm gonna have a guess. Is that Brad Pat? And then Michael Collins goes, who? Because <laughs> the whole the whole joke is that no one can understand Nikki Cross because mm. uh, she's Scottish. We can. Did you hear that uh, Drew had to tone down his accent because like- That sounds Vin totally reasonable. Vince, like the more Scottish he was, the more likely he was to not be pushed. Yeah, that, that, um, that's very Vince. So yeah. yeah, he's having to kind of make him sound a bit more English. Yep. Um, yeah, it was just a bit weird, this segment. And then mm -hmm. they sort of go, right, okay, that's done. Uh, here's Carmella! Here's Carmella now! I have a theory about Carmella. I'll let mm. you talk in a second. Okay. <laughs> when she's being serious, mm -hmm. she wears her kind of normal gear with the, right. the kind of uh, sports bra top mm -hmm. and the kind of the sports pants, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> But when she's not being serious, <laughs> technical terminology here sports pants. on the Wrestle Talk podcast. Um, but when she's being less serious, she wears her leotard thingy with the very high bottom, right. like the really chafing yeah, yeah, yeah. 
thing because then she's more slightly diva, right? Divery, I think. Just that kind of she she just loses more. But when, I feel like when she wears the kind of more serious looking outfit, she actually wrestles better. I don't know if that's just me, but I feel like that's I just think something that's I've just noticed. You. Yeah. Wrestle pants. <laughs> Wrestle pants. What did you think? Sports pants. Uh, Carmella came out uh, and she says that Meta is money and she's mm-hmm. going to remind everyone that she's going to become the next SmackDown Women's Champion. Uh, and then they start talking about her friendship with Bailey. And like this entire segment, this isn't my cup of tea. Them talking about friendships and celebrity crushes and things like that. But I can guarantee that it definitely appeals to a certain section of fans. Oh yeah. And what worked in their favor is they felt very uh, natural. They f- they felt like they were just kind of chatting yeah. about stuff. Oh, you guys used to be friends. Here's look at some pictures of you guys when you used to be friends. Look at that. And then she's like, well, what happened? And then Carmella was like, well, Sasha Banks happened. Yeah. And the crowd went, ooh. ooh. Uh, yeah, and then she was saying, this brought out Bailey who was saying, and Bailey, I think it took her a little bit to get into her promo because mm-hmm. Bailey, I don't think, is quite as good a promo as m- the other three that are there. I want to say, but I think again, she kind of came into her own a little bit. And when she started saying that, you know, uh, she was saying that she beat Bliss and Cross in a handicap match last year, yeah. uh, and that she's the most dominant champion and all that stuff. I started to believe what she was saying, and most of the time, I think in Bailey promos, she can come across like a little bit disingenuous. This one, I felt she actually kind of found her footing and kind of put across her point pretty well. Yeah. Um, so I thought overall this was a fine segment. There was nothing wrong with it in particular. Yeah. My, uh, my only issue with this is that I just don't like seeing Nikki Cross as this lovable, baby-facing... Because she is yeah. so much better as the kind of crazy... I know she is, but... Sanity lady. I know. But, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that we wish we could have with yes. gimmicks and stuff that we don't choose. So I, I don't outwardly hate her character no. now. But, but Carmella kind of goes, blah, blah, blah. I want to have this match. I want to have this match right now. now instead of uh, whenever. Instead of whenever it was scheduled to be, which was now. Which was not Super Showdown. Yes. <laughs> um, but we are getting a match at Super Showdown in the ladies, which we'll discuss after this match. We will. Um, but yeah, no, it's a pretty decent match. Yeah, and it was, it was nice to see them both, the, the women's division on SmackDown get more than five minutes. Oh, God, it went through an ad break. Yeah. It was good. I, I would think probably 10 minutes, maybe. Yeah. It's somewhere between 10 and 15, for sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it went through an ad break, like I said. Uh, the crowd were really into it. Apparently, I, I saw a thing on Squared Circle that I wasn't aware of before. Apparently, Canada just hates Bailey. Do they? Canada just boos Bailey. It's just a thing that happens. Is that so, because it's Bizarro World where she, when she was the massive babyface, mm-hmm. when she turned up there, they would go boo? I, I, I don't know the exact reason why they started booing her, but there was a thing that happened. Okay. Canada started booing Bailey, and now that's just a thing. Whenever she's in Canada, she will get booed. But right. it really worked for this one because she was a heel. So they were really cheering Carmella, they were really booing Bailey, and it led to this really nice dynamic because the crowd were really into this match. And there was a really nice wrestling feel to this match. Yeah. There was some really nice sequences, there lots of like close roll-ups. Yeah. There was some nice uh, like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Creative spots. There was like a top rope hurricane runner. Yeah. Carmella kicked out of the Bailey to Belly. Which doesn't happen very often. No, nope. and that's a rubbish move. Yep. Uh, she like she locked in the code of silence. She did a, a suicide dive through the bo- yeah bottom, middle the bottom, bottom rope, rope, which was a great spot. Um, and yeah, it just led into this really yeah. kind of tense, dramatic 
crescendo, which ended when Bailey won with an illegal pin, which was, you know, classic heel tactics. Yeah. Crowd went boo a lot, and it, yeah, it was great. And call me old-fashioned, but I like a wrestling match with wrestling moves, mm. especially when, unfortunately, in a lot of these women's matches on SmackDown specifically, you just get a lot of head dragged down yeah, yeah, yeah. and a lot of very basic wrestling. But when yeah. you're actually allowed to have a match, you can do moves. Mm, exactly. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was nice to see that the kind of Carmella showing that she can actually wrestle. Yeah. Um, Still hate nice. the Mellow go round though. Just stop yes, having that as a move. Because Kelly Kelly made it horrible and you're making not making it any better. Not making it any better. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, as soon as uh, Bailey gets the pin, it, it cuts to the crowd. And there's support Wrestle Talk sign number two. <gasps> Thanks, guys. Yeah, go Vancouver. Um, and then afterwards, Bailey attacks Carmella after the bell for reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, Naomi comes out to save her, and her and Carmella beat up Bailey, and they stand tall afterwards, and they're kind of glancing at each other like, yeah, Bailey's down there, and we're in here. Yeah. Yeah, we're cool, etc. Um, and then later on, oh, we'll go through all the, the women's segments yeah. now because then later on, Bailey had a promo backstage. Where was it? Saying, was it Brax stage? That's awful. That's, ge- a, that's genuinely one of the worst ones. It was with Kayla Braxton. That's genuinely one of the worst puns you've made. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Um, Bailey's backstage with Kayla Braxton, saying that the, ne- the next time she's going to uh, defend her title, it's going to be at Super Showdown yes. in Saudi Arabia. Here's my theory. Mm-hmm. They were going for this. Mm-hmm. They advertised it. Yep. Then there was a bit of sort of, kind of they weren't quite sure it was going to happen. Had the match on SmackDown. After it was announced the match was going to be on SmackDown, the Saudi government went, okay, fine, you can have your match in Saudi Arabia. They went, right, well, we've already advertised this for SmackDown, so we're going to have to have that match. Have Naomi come out afterwards, mm-hmm. and then they're going to have a, a they're going to go, are they going one-on-one? They are going one-on-one for, a, for the number one contender. Yes. For, uh, for Super Showdown. Showdown. And I, yeah. I still think is going to win. Do you think so? Because for reasons that are obvious, I don't think the Saudi government want Naomi wrestling. I don't know about that. Um, I would be surprised if they have... I'd, I would think that there is no reason to have another number one contenders match when you could just have Carmella have another match. Because she she won with an illegal pin, you have a reason to just say, well, Carmella gets a rematch because you didn't win yeah. fair and square. We'll have that at Super Showdown. But they specifically done another yeah. number one contenders match between Carmella and Naomi. I think Naomi's going to pick up the win. I mean, the thing is, Naomi. But I want to see Naomi and Bailey at Elimination Chamber because I don't want the match to be marred by a Saudi crowd who doesn't want to see what they're seeing. Well, I mean the. The first match they had between Natalia and Lacey Evans, there was the uncomfortable bit where someone, someone threw a bottle of water at Natalia. Yeah. Aside from that, I'd say it was quite well received, mm. generally. So I don't know how it's going to go down necessarily. Yeah. But uh, I, I wouldn't write it off immediately. Plus, the more of these things that happen, the more hopefully that they will kind of get used to that kind of thing happening and there'll be less, you know. Yes. What's the word I'm looking for? Unrest. Yes. About it. Um, but then, yeah, Bailey cut this promo saying she'll compete at Super Showdown. Carmella had a promo later on saying she's going to become the next SmackDown Women's Champion. Naomi said basically the same thing. Yeah. She's going to become next SmackDown Women's Champion, feel the glow and all that stuff. And it got confirmed next yeah. week, Naomi versus Carmella, number one contenders match, winner faces Bailey at Super Showdown. Kayla Braxton was very busy. She was she very running busy, around yeah. backstage. Uh, Still not a thing now that's that, catching on. Now that Kathy Kelly's going, 
I mean, she's not been on oh. the main roster, but Kathy Kelly. I cannot believe Kathy Kelly's going. Is leaving WWE, and my heart has fallen out of my trousers. I know, yeah. Trousers. Mm. Uh, then we got, uh, speaking of the women's division, that's continuing on, got a cool video package of Lacey Evans. Yes. Uh, that was from the Royal Rumble, and it was just her backstage being very kind of candid, talking to the camera, and just saying that she carries uh, letters from fans. She actually puts them in her boots when she mm. wrestles to remind her of why she's doing what she's doing. Very kind of cool babyface stuff. She spoke about one letter in particular at the Rumble. There was uh, a letter from a fan who'd lost someone Their due to mother, addiction. I think, due I think. to addiction, yeah. Yeah. Um, and she just got, was, you know, on the verge of tears, just being like, this is why I do what I do. I want to be a you know, positive role model for these people. It felt very genuine um, and it, it felt quite touching. It was, yeah. it, was, it was a very solid video package. It's a good babyface stuff. Yeah, Thumbs I, up. I can see her being back in the title picture Same. very soon because I, she's I been think, off for a couple of weeks, but yeah. not for long. I think Luke might be right. I think we might be heading for a Lacey Bailey rematch at Mania, mm-hmm. and we have the Naomi Carmella Bailey stuff blow off at Super Showdown and at Elimination that Chamber, strange, yeah. uh, and then that'll be that. That'll be that whole feud, yeah. and then we have Lacey Bailey rematch at Mania. It's possible. So presumably, there's going to be a women's Elimination Chamber. Might be on the Raw side. So I don't you'd know. have Becky. It, not a lot it, of people. it might not be Becky in it. It might be people vying to face Becky. Shayna That's being true. one of them, and Shayna wins it. Shayna could be in it quite. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Um, but uh, they could very well do a SmackDown one. Honestly, do the same thing. Have the Naomi at Super Showdown. Elimination Chamber is people vying to see who can face Bailey, and Lacey Evans wins it. Dana Brooke. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, th- I thought that was really cool. Otis is backstage next. Looking so handsome. He's, he's combed great. his hair and he's done his beard. Yeah. And he's very nervous. And he gets a text message uh, and he just says, that would be great. See you soon, Mandy. Winky mm. face emoji, heart emoji, heart eyes emoji. And uh, I, one of the things about Otis that never fails to make me laugh Mm. It's just whenever Tucker comes in, just like kind of places a hand on his shoulder, he just turns around and just goes, <laughs> it's, just, it's just the way he does it. I just crack up every single time. Uh, he goes on and say, Mandy's running a little bit late, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, is, is it crazy to think that Mandy might like me? Oh, it's not crazy, Otis. You're a handsome, handsome man. He's a, he's a big boy. I like him. Uh, and then Tucker gives him, you know, words of advice. You're going to do great, champ, all that stuff. Uh, and we'll get to get to the blow-off for that later on. Mm. Um, Sheamus uh, versus Shorty G and Apollo Crews in a two-on-one yes. handicap match with Sheamus next. comes out, crowd's hot. Apollo Crews comes out. Crowd is almost as if they all close their wild. eyes. Then Shorty G comes out, and because of Apollo Crews, no one cares. Yeah. Sheamus wins in three minutes. Yep. Thanks for coming, Th- they guys. Got, they got in some decent offense. But it was kind of yeah, it was kind of like hitting but a hitting a tree, it. trying to kind of sort of trying to cut a tree down with a spoon. Yeah. It was sort of eh for ages, and then yeah. it was just never going to happen. And yeah. Seamus is clearly getting pushed probably to face Braun Strowman or something Maybe, like that. Maybe, yeah. Um, I, mean, I said it in my edited review as well. I'm more into Seamus beating two people than I am one, but I'm also way more into the idea of Seamus actually having a feud. I could probably. also see Seamus facing The Fiend at Elimination Chamber. Really? Seamus Fiend. They need a they need a feud in between. But it would be a baby face that would face him. Fiend's a heel, ah. in their eyes. Nah. nah. Yeah. Mm. I yeah. still I can still see it. 
Oh, I'm calling you out. No one's going to face the Fiend at Elimination Chamber because we've got the Elim Men's Elimination Chamber match to determine who's going to face the Fiend at WrestleMania. So it's, I don't think they're going to do a Fiend match. It's already going to be set in stone that they will be facing the Fiend What if Goldberg's the champion? I hate you. It's not going to happen. Please don't be. make it happen. He might I be. Will, Although there was... I will be so mad if Goldberg beats the Fiend. There was one spot in this match that was great. There was a double axe handle off the top rope. You hate double axe It's the stupidest move in wrestling, everyone. It's not. It's, it not, it's not the stupidest move in wrestling. Because, first of all, it's doing this. Yeah. Doing it off the top rope doesn't make it any more impressive. You're still just doing that to someone. Yeah, but you have all the momentum of you coming down. Are you saying that if you came down from height going onto something on the ground, that would have more momentum on it. It just looks so silly. No, but it's not the dumbest move in wrestling. There is actual science behind it compared to some other moves that actually have none. There's tense through a kiss. No. Oh, but it was Valentine's Day yesterday, and I speaking know, yeah. of which, they, they, they cut to uh, the restaurant where mm. Mandy Rose was waiting, and he noticed that every woman in that room was wearing a red dress. Yep. And all the men were wearing day. black suit. Like, yeah. Valentine's Day. All women all wear red dresses. Especially on Valentine's Day. Exactly. Yeah. It's the only colour you can wear. Speaking of red dresses, we come on next to Hulk Hogan, who's famous for his red and yellow. It's a bad segue. Hulk Hogan. That sucks. The immortal <laughs> Hulk Hogan is there. Live! Via satellite again. Yeah. More again, like... Again they've promoted Hulk, from Hulk his, Hogan. From his house. More like... Hulk hokey, because that was not his house. Yeah, it was. It was a shop. It was quite clearly a shop. There were some people would just put up a NWO T-shirt and an NWO hoodie. And here's, the, like, here's the belt. But, but not just one. There were like three in a row, which yeah. made it look like that's just a hook in a shop where yeah. you can pick a. No, that's large on the medium. Yeah. It looked rubbish. It looked even less like a house than Goldberg's one last week. I know. Yeah, yeah. So Hulk Hogan comes on and he chats some. Um, Gubbins about him going yeah. in the Hall of Fame. It's the, the same issue with the Goldberg thing. When they're in the ring, that's when they're good at promos. When yeah. they're sitting at home, going, oh, like there's a, there's a script off camera going, oh, and Goldberg will beat the fiend. Fiend, you don't know what's coming. Uh, Goldberg brother. is really cool. Brother, WrestleMania, Hulkamania, uh, brother, who? And that was basically it. And it was, that was sort pretty of like much the promo. Yeah, it was a, it was a bit pants. Um, mm. But the good part about this was when Bray Wyatt interrupted. Doing a Kyle O'Reilly playing the air guitar. He did a Hulk Hogan playing, playing the... Kyle O'Reilly. He did a... I, don't, I only started watching wrestling two years ago. So. so he came in with the graphics that looked like the NWO, but it had been replaced with FFH for Firefly Funhouse. It was like a, like a PSA NWO thing they used to do, which is really cool. Came in on black and white playing the guitar like Hogan used to do. Kyle O'Reilly. This guy. This guy. Uh, and then they, they go back and forth for a bit. There's some funny things from Bray Wyatt. He gives Huskers the, the, Huskers the Pete Boy. Uh, he gives him a bit of chocolate and says, yeah. I hope it's not too sweet. Ha -ha. <laughs> it's good. It's funny. Uh, but then, you know... The weird thing about this segment, I thought, was that they teased a match between Wyatt and Hogan, which I... I, I Nobody wants that! Literally could not be less into that idea. Mm. But Wyatt holds up a picture of Hogan and says, there's always room on the wall for you. And then Hogan's like, oh, I'll see you at the Hall of Fame and walks off. So, could, why are we teasing this? I could, I, could see, I could see Bray attacking him. Yeah. But not having a match. Yes. Like he yeah, attacked yeah, yeah, Kurt yeah, yeah. Angle, he attacked uh, I the I want King. him now to attack him during his Hall of Fame speech. Yes. That would be that great. That would be great. Yeah, but what if 
someone has dressed up as the fiend and rushed the st- rushed the ring, and everyone thought this is fine. But it's like that guy from last year, Brock something. His name was Brock, wasn't it? I think the guy who Possibly, attacked. Yeah, uh, the guy who attacked Bray Hart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know, but whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah. I. I this was fine. That yeah. I'm not more excited for Fiend Goldberg. I don't yeah. think I'm going to be more excited for it between now and then. And then Hogan sort of goes, ah, oh, shut up, mate, and then walks off. And I'll see you at the Hall of Fame. Reveals a chair with his own name on it. <laughs> yep. Um, Just in case you need reminding. Then we got Zayn and Cesaro in the ring. I thought this segment was really good. Did you notice that uh, Cesaro had a cowbell because he's Swiss? Is, is that the joke? I think so, because Swiss, Swiss. Swiss cows see, are like see, known see, for see, the, I the thought dongling. I thought the joke was, we need way less cowbell. I thought that, w- that was the quip about the thing. Because there's the SNL skit of the we need more cowbell. That's I there. don't watch SNL. Nor do I, but everyone knows that skit. It's very famous. If everyone apart from me, then. Yeah. That's, 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 not, actually, that's yeah. not You're everyone. the only person in the world who does not know that okay, skit. Well, yeah. But anyway, they're in the ring. Sami Zayn and Cesaro in the ring doing a protest concert against Elias and Braun Strowman because they've been, you know, the victims of injustice. I don't know. Mm. Uh, this is where we get more glitches on the feed. And then Elias comes out with a super hot crowd behind him. Yeah. And again, you hear kind of at peak Elias when the whole crowd was behind him every single week here. WWE stands for Whoa. Walk with yeah. Elias. And it was this proper like yeah. raucous crowd. It was a really cool moment. And then uh, he gets in the ring to listen to their protest concert thing. They start going Cesaro on the cowbell, I thought was hilarious. There, there was, yeah, when he was just, there was something quite satisfying about him having a big, like a proper size guitar mm-hmm. and then Sammy Zayn Sammy just having a little one. There was a ukulele. Ukulele. Um, cool. And yeah, there was just a nice visual. There was just something almost childish in me thinking, ha, he's got a bigger one. That's like, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was, this was fun. And then obviously they all scuffle They all start brawling. During it as well, the crowd starts chanting, walk with Elias over Sami Zayn and Cesaro playing their instruments. Mm-hmm. So as they're playing, to go, oh, walk with Elias, over and over again. So then they start telling them to shut up, blah, 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 gets drawn out. Then they start brawling. Uh, I thought Sami Zayn was brilliant. Just grabbed the mic stand and tried to like fend yeah, off yeah. Braun that came out. And just like, no, get away from me. Thought it was hilarious. Uh, Braun, they have security guards now. And sure, it, why and apparently not? Apparently it's okay for babyfaces to beat up security guards. Totally fine. Because yeah. they're not, but the thing is, they're not going to get like banned from the ringside like, like Corbin was. I know, yeah. Um, but uh, this was, it's always fun to watch, yeah. especially Braun, beat up nameless people. Fr- and throwing people who are Literally really good at flipping. throwing them into the bloody stratosphere. Mm. Him and Elias just got one of them, just went, yeet, straight up and just, yeah, he was, he was gone. It Did was you just great. yeet, Pete? They yoked him. They yoked him. They yoked him he so He was yat. I don't even know the past tense of yeet. Uh, but yeah, it was. It's a. It's a fun. It's a fun thing. Yeah. Um, I thought this was fine. Uh, this is when Naomi had her promise, and she's going to become uh, SmackDown Women's Champion, and we get confirmation of Carmella versus Naomi next week. Then we get an entire recap of the Mandy and Otis arc so far, how it all started with Secret fun. Santa, uh, and just kind of a recap of the whole thing, which is great. And then there was a little thing where it's like, oh, do you want to go out with me? And she's like, oh, I'm busy next Friday. And then the music cuts, oh. and the hearts that are around the screen just dropped from the effect, and she yeah. goes. But I've not got anything on next Friday. Way music comes back on. Hearts are back on the screen. It was great. And then my next note after this is Dolph Ziggler. You expletive. Ah, oh, you idiot. Like so, 
Let, let's just talk through it first. And this was badly cut together, I thought. I don't think it was. I think it was intentional. But we'll talk about it in a second. So Otis is there in the restaurant. We know Mandy Rose is waiting. We've seen her there before. Otis is coming in, psyching himself up. Rose is in hand. He kind of goes to walk in. No, you can't do it, can't do it. Goes to walk in again. No, can't do it, can't do it. Kind of slicks his hair back one more time. He's like, right, I can do it. Oh, I don't know. And we cut to Mandy Rose. We see her just kind of sitting there waiting. We just see a hand coming in and touch her shoulder. And immediately, no, it's not Otis because he's wearing sleeves. Mm -hmm. And you're thinking, uh -oh, oh, no. Who's this? And then Mandy just goes, ah, oh, Otis, I was getting worried. And she turns around and looks. Camera pans up. And it's Dolph bloody Ziggler. He is a handsome man. He's a handsome I, man. I forget he's handsome. He's a handsome man. And uh, he just goes, hey, Mandy. We cut back to Otis. Otis eventually kind of... Psychs himself up. Psychs himself up a bit more. Walks into the restaurant. Goes around to see... Dolph Ziggler and Mandy Rose sitting together at the table and they're being poured wine. The heartbreak on Otis's face was and clear I, to see. I really enjoyed Otis's kind of the way he acted because we've all been there before a date. Well, we're not all been there, but still a lot of people have been there before a date. And you were Oh, before a date, yes. And you are pacing. You're mm. thinking Oh, what if she doesn't look like the picture? What if she thinks I look horrible? What if we have nothing to talk about? Oh, you are doing that thing that he was doing. Like, come on, no, come on, no. And then you psych yourself up for it. You're like, right. And then can imagine going in and seeing your date with someone else. Mm -hmm. It's just the flowers Top drop, break, the yeah. visual. He, he just, he drops the roses on the floor and he just walks out. It was, it was perfectly played. I loved this segment. I'm really looking forward to next week. And especially because of a little detail in the first segment in the night, when Otis was there getting ready, he got a text message saying that Mandy was running late, so he left later. He got tricked into being late for the date with Mandy Rose. It was Ziggler that texted, it was Kevin Nash that texted himself the message or something. He got tricked into being late for Mandy to purposely screw it up. Mandy was only there because she thought Otis wasn't turning up because she thought she'd been stood up by Otis. It's a good story. I'm so into this. And Otis versus Dolph will be fun. I Otis think. versus Dolph will be great. Put it at Mania. Mm, I would main, love it. Main event, WrestleMania. Main event, Otis versus WrestleMania. Dolph Otis, Dolph Ziggler. It's Mandy happening. Rose in a cage. Mandy Rose in a shot. Mandy Rose on a pole. I, I, I didn't say it. Nope. Uh, we get WrestleMania in Hollywood for WrestleMania 37, mm -hmm. March 28th next year. Uh, and then we get to the main event, which is Miz and Morrison versus Roman Reigns and a mystery partner. Miz and Morrison came out and cut a promo beforehand, which I thought was as great as always. I think they're both really funny. Uh, Miz had a great line being like, I've been here for so many years. I'm always here. Whether you guys cheer me or boo me, I am always here. And Morrison goes, I've been back a month and I am also always here. Mm. Great line. Are they? the most must-see tag team, or are they can't Miz? Uh, Reigns interrupts the promo, uh, comes out, we get a recap of the Corbin Reigns feud. Then mm -hmm. his mystery partner is revealed as Daniel, Daniel Bryan, Bryan. Uh, which was a massive pop from the crowd. It was a massive right? pop, but I was kind of like, oh, I was almost expecting a return or someone. I don't know, as soon as you say mystery partner, I'm thinking, ooh, I like Daniel Bryan a lot. I, I wasn't disappointed, I was just kind of like, oh. That sounds like disappointment. No, it was mild disappointment. It was it was a uh, less than I was expecting. Yeah, I was really disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked it. This was great. Yeah. Uh, just before the match gets underway, we see King Corbin come down in the crowd. 
Uh, he's bought a ticket for the show, so he's coming down ticket in hand, sitting in the front row in, in, a, in a desk chair. In not a chair that you have at the show. Since when do they start selling desk chairs in the front row? Don't know. Um, but uh, the match itself, I thought, was really good. Yeah. Uh, it's everything you'd expect from a main event SmackDown tag team match. They've got that formula lockdown. Uh, Corbin didn't actually get involved in the match apart from it being a distraction to Reigns, which, which is Reigns' fault. I preferred that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, and there was some really nice wrestling in it as well. Morrison looked really great. There was a skull crushing finale onto Reigns, which looks like looked like it might have been for the win. And then Brian saved it at the last second, which was cool. Uh, Morrison did that flippy thing over the over the, the like, corner post, the corner right? Post, which oh, was like, it looked mental. I was terrified that he was going to hit the corner post and just slide off. Great, it was really cool. Uh, yeah, lots of cool spots in this match. Uh, but eventually, uh, Reigns pinned Miz the with spear. the spear, and then straight away afterwards, Corbin comes in with the scepter and just kind of clunks him on the head and goes up the ramp, and that's how the show ends. And his sedan, someone has brought out his sedan, even though he's barred from the ring. Yeah, I don't know. That was a bit silly. He could have just stood that there, the I think. That and the desk chair was really dumb. But yeah. Uh, yeah, overall though, I've seen a lot of people be negative about this show. I didn't think it was that bad. No. I thought this was actually much better than what we've been getting in the last month. There was a there was something different to it. Yes, definitely. Uh, it didn't feel like the same show again and again and yeah, again. This felt I, different. Because we we wake up in the morning. We don't watch it live because it's on silly o'clock. But we mm -hmm. so we wake up in the morning. But my uh, website chat that I have on WhatsApp was just so negative. I was thinking, oh no, this is going to be a dreadful. I'm going to have episode, to watch yeah. this episode, and it was fine. Yeah. It was a perfectly it was fine. decent three out of five show. Yeah, I gave it a high three out of five. I thought it was even better than that. I, I enjoyed myself while I was watching this show at, mm. at several points. So, you know, can't say more than that. So as we mentioned in the intro of this show, it was Valentine's Day yesterday. What, what, what did you get up to, Randy Daddy? I, uh, so I, I think I mentioned I might have mentioned this last week, but I have this this sort of string of events within like a space of a month where I've got every brother, mum, dad, birthday, mm -hmm. Valentine's Day, and my anniversary. Mm. Um, so, but because my lady partner is, is she's doing a PhD, March is a very busy month for her. So we kind of did our kind of big date thing on Valentine's Day instead. So we went to a Pakistani restaurant um, in Whitechapel, which was very nice. Mm. And then we walked to a place called Swingers, uh, which is like a golf. Sounds much more sexual yeah. than that. It's not sexual, although it was very sexy because I was getting lots of things in holes. <laughs> Am I right? Hey. Um, no, so it's like a bar with crazy golf around it. Mm -hmm. um, which is, yeah, which is a good kind of mix because you can have a few drinks, which I actually did. Ooh, um, you drank alcohol. I Crazy. did. And Crazy. then you can sort of, uh, and you play your golf while drinking. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, you sort of sit there and, and wait. Get some more drinks. Get some more drinks and then go, should we go home? Yeah. Because it was like 11 and that's quite late. Um, so, yeah, no, I had a, had a good one. But you're not mm. celebrating until tomorrow, are you? Correct, yeah. And our celebrations have somewhat changed as well. Oh, are you not going uh, to Sonic anymore? No, we're, oh. not, we're not going to go watch Sonic anymore. Uh, partially because money's a bit tight, so we're like, in all, on, in all honesty, is it actually going to be that good? Is it mm. going to be worth the money we spend going to the cinema, getting snacks and drinks and all that stuff? Yeah. Is it actually going to be any good? 
cinema is very expensive. And, and I'm sure it will be a fine time. Yes. But we're also going to be going out for food that evening, and my parents are going to come over during the day. I haven't seen That's them. That's romantic. I haven't seen them since like Christmas. Mm. Uh, so they're going to come over, and we're just going to have a, a cup of tea before we go out for, for food at the night time. But uh, yeah, so I think it is just going to be a meal out for us, which is a, a nice Indian restaurant we're going oh. to. Whereabouts? Oh, sounds very good. Uh, it's in Bexley Heath. Ah. Um, uh, Michelle's actually uh, my lady partner, I should say. Oh well, I said her. Oh name. no. She's got. Uh, she's just got a job there, actually. Oh. Does she, really she get cool. a staff discount? I mean, she might do, which is part of the reason why we're coming there. That's actually <laughs> unusual. Mm. That a Indian restaurant doesn't have Indian waiting staff. Right. So it does, uh, but it's got like four or five people in like kitchen, mm. waiting staff, et cetera. She's the first person they hired that isn't part of like the little family mm-hmm. run business bit. So they've it's very nice. They've all got accents, I suppose. What? Michelle's got an accent. They've got oh. accents. Funnily enough, they actually don't have an accent. Oh. Yeah, I oh, met them, yeah. Okay. So they were they were quite clearly born here. Nice. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Nice. Well, speaking uh, of food, chopper. Well, before you get into that, mm. just want to say I spent a very romantic Valentine's Day yesterday playing Overwatch by myself. Oh, nice. Which was great. Was she at work? Yes. Oh, okay. So I was well, that makes sense. by myself playing Overwatch. It was a good night. Well, it was a good night for food, but it <laughs> hasn't been a good day for food, chopper. <laughs> And now we come into bum 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 dancing world problems. Yes, because I, before coming here, went to Sainsbury's, uh, the local uh, Sainsbury's, mm-hmm. which is next to where my lady partner lives. Um, and I thought, Do you know what, I'm going to get myself a nice ready meal. I'm not just going to get one of the normal ready meals, I'm going to get myself a taste the difference ready meal, which oh. is like Sainsbury's kind of luxury line. Mm-hmm. And I just picked it up, and I thought, mm-hmm. great, I love all these things. I love pasta, I love chicken, I love bacon, and I love the creamy sauce. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves creamy sauce. Um, totally. Brought it in, you go, right, before we go into record, I'm going to have some food. And I thought, well, I might as well have my lunch as well then. Go up to the microwave, slip it out of its sleeve. It's covered in metal, isn't it? It's a complete <laughs> metal, fault, like, like foil. It's a, it's a foil tin. It's a foil tin. So obviously I can't put it in the microwave. <laughs> and we don't have an oven in the office. Um, so I'm really hungry. And then, to make matters worse, Monster Munch are screwing up <laughs> with their pickled onion crisps chopper. Because they have, uh, the McCoy's did it a few years ago where they would make their multi-pack bags mm-hmm. really flavoursome. Yeah. It's com- definitely a conspiracy theory, but it's definitely true. Okay. And they would make their big like grab bag packs that you could just buy like single bags from shops completely flavourless. They'd be almost pointless to eat. It'd be like eating a plain crisp. Yeah. Right. And you want salt and vinegar. Monster Munch are doing the same thing with pickled onion Monster Munch crisp. <laughs> Last two days, I bought Monster Munch crisp. I'm a big fan of pickled onion Monster Munch. Okay. And they haven't tasted like pickled onion. You had one. You said they're fine. Yeah. Because you don't like the overwhelming flavour. The whole point of these crisps (laughs) is to have an overwhelming flavour. The whole point is to ward off everyone you know because your breath is so disgusting afterwards. Yeah. It's like when you eat a tuna sandwich or uh, my girlfriend really likes uh, cheese and pickle sandwiches. She eats that. I'm not going anywhere near her face for the next <laughs> two hours. Or if she has paprika crisps. Everyone really likes paprika crisps, but there's a strong 
smell. Yeah. So if it's she, a nice smell though. If she, no, but you don't. If she, for example, if she like leans in for a kiss, I'm thinking, and then she breathes out slightly. I immediately I'm going in, going, Ugh, and then why are you doing that? It's a nice smell. Yeah, but I don't it's want paprika. it in my mouth and nose why when I'm not? kissing. Why not? Smells nice. Why not? Extra flavour in it. I don't want. I I want a kiss to be pretty flavourless. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going in for a kiss. Kiss thinking. Oh, I'm quite hungry. <laughs> you are the whitest man. I just want Great. a nice kiss without paprika flavouring. <laughs> I I want my snacks to be snacks. And my obviously my girlfriend is a snack. Hey, there it is. I hope you're listening. I was good. I like um, how you pointed at the camera after that joke, and we're not recording yeah, right now. But I, I'm so used to visuals. pointing at the camera. That's good. Um, but yeah, I'm basically I'm really hungry right now. Yeah, you uh, are. Because I haven't had lunch. Mm. I've had some a bit of chocolate, and about half a bag of Monster Munch before I just gave up on it because <laughs> um, I was so disappointed. Which, yeah. By the way. He gave me one. He had this big rant to me about Monster Munch and gave me one and said, here, look, I'll prove it, have one. And I had one and they were pretty much the same as I remember. But it might have been slightly less flavorful, but that's a good thing because it was overwhelming before. I like Pickled Onion Monster Munch as well. It was fine. There was, there was absolutely nothing wrong with it whatsoever. They are the best crisp in the world. That's just incorrect. What is? The uh, Max Ridged Paprika flavour. My girlfriend loves those. It's because but they're the best. She, it's between those those and Paprika Pringles. Yeah, also great. Um, yes. I don't mind them. I just don't want it in my breath because I can really taste. I'm very conscious of bad breath. You're, you can really taste the paprika when you have paprika. Yeah. Sh- just shocking. Everyone Absolutely shocking. Send me your favourite crisps and then we if, if everyone loads of people send in and we can see like we can tally and then we can decide the best crisp of the SWAF nation that is a big survey especially yeah. because we're going to be talking about different countries where different flavors of crisps are exactly like, we won't have tried in before. germany uh i had a, when i did uh, study german at, at uh, sixth form so mm-hmm. high school for you american yeah. listeners and i did a german exchange and this guy came over and it, all he did was like leave about half his suitcase Empty, so that he could bring home lots of Walkers Lay's yeah. salt and vinegar crisps because they don't really have a lot of flavor, crisp flavors in Germany. I think they're kind of more expanding now, but at the time, they had like salt, salt and pepper, and that was basically it. <laughs> um, but you know, so he came over and he was, and oh, he brought home loads of like a Robinson's fruit squash as well because mm-hmm. he just thought it was the most delicious thing he'd ever tasted, and it is great. It is pretty good, yeah. Um, but, but talking of food, wait before you do so. Just wanted to point out, please send in your Datsun world problems to me, yes. Pete at WrestleTalk.com, and I will share them with Datsun, and he can rate how much of a Datsun world problem it These is. These are sort of first, complete first world problems, but ones that really annoy you. No, but the thing is, though, they're beyond first world problems. These are like the most minor of minor inconveniences but that, that just furious. get under your skin. Like, I don't know, you, your shoelace was really hard to untie this morning. That's the kind of thing we, we want to talk about. It but, took, but it needs to be a rant about it. It can't just yeah. be like, oh, it was a bit annoying because my shoelace didn't come Oh, you have no, to no, be no. furious. You need to send me like a paragraph mm. of why that really ticked you off. Yeah. Yeah, but, and I'll read it on the podcast. But speaking of food, and yeah. in actually not eating it, is something that Jonathan Hedman has become really good at because That's he good. has now lost... Good segue. ...a hundred... No, so he's now lost 91 pounds... So he, he emailed me. Um, he emails most most weeks, which is which is great because I like to kind of 
stay in touch with him. So he messaged to say, hi, Andy and Pete. Uh, just a quick drop by to say hello. And looking at the NXT Instagram feed and the videos from Wednesday, which is our predictions video mm -hmm. for Sunday's show, it does feel like Pete Dunn might turn on Matt Riddle. At, at the very least, Pete is very annoyed with Matt. I might change my pick for the league. So this is what I predicted um, on Wednesday. Uh, on the rest of talk, get better. I'm down to 359 pounds, um, nine pounds from 100, 100 lost. I'll keep you updated. My workout and diet is good. Also, I'm doing intermittent fasting. Anyway, have a good weekend and enjoy NXT. Um, P.S. How about that Firefly Funhouse last night? Uh, I'm not sure what direction WWE will go in. Uh, the NXT thing is very interesting. I don't think Pete Dunne's going to turn on Matt Riddle simply because the vibe I got from the video packages on NXT was very much like, oh, what a wacky sitcom. You have the guy that's being all like wacky and whoa, and then you have a, the other guy is really stoic and just whoa. be like, oh, what do you mean? Like, so it's, I don't think they're going to turn on each other. I think that they see money in the tag team and I think they're going to try and push them beyond it. They might win on Sunday. Mm. I don't know if I want them to, but I think they're going to win. They might win on Sunday, and then they're going to push them. I'd say pretty hard after that as a, as an actual tag team rather than just Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. They will be pushed as yeah. the bros awaits kind of thing. I reckon this is the end of it, and they're going to feud together, which I want to watch. That's possible. Yeah. Um, got another one. From I have an email right. I've been I, waiting on I this know, email since the start. But you can. But you're more important, so you can finish. You're good at. <laughs> you are known for your finishing. Ayo. Um, it's from Brock Batty. Okay. Um, so it's a new email. I mean, well, he might have emailed him before. I recognize, I the, recognize name. the name. Yeah. Um, good evening, Randy. So this was sent an hour ago. So he must be on the west coast mm. of Australia. Uh, he must be in Australia or on the west coast nope. of America. Not west coast of America. That was no. morning. You must be in Australia. Hi, Brock. Uh, I've been catching up an old podcast and just heard that you're sending out videos of you saving penalties. This was what? Just before Christmas. Um, you're behind, Brock, but I'm glad you're catching up. As a fellow sportsman and goalie, ice hockey mainly, enthusiast, I love to see how you went. Um, when I get cleared for sport after my ATFL rupture, I imagine that's arms, teeth, flaps, and legs, um, <coughs> I've been requested to join a futsal team that a few mates have recently started. So hopefully I can share some goalie videos in return with you. Or if you're interested in watching me drain three points in basketball, I can arrange that too. Loving you Swish. on the SmackDown pod each week. Keep up the great work. Yours, uh, yours in being superior to Pete in Pokemon battling. Former what? rank 34 in Oceana VGC tournament, The Brock. Rank 34? That's mm. pretty goddamn impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, no, that's cool. A uh, futsal for Pete, probably doesn't know. It's I like know what a futsal is. Okay. Like an indoor football, yeah, like yeah, a yeah, slightly yeah. heavier ball. Um, so, yeah, no, feel free to send anything over. I will try and remember to send that video over of me. Mm. Um, but I will not. That, that <laughs> of, is the. Of course, you really wanted to get to this email because it's is, about you. That is the only email. That is the only video I will be sending out to anyone. Um, <laughs> no, it's because he sent it to me just before we went in. So I just mm -hmm. thought, might as well read it out. So, yeah, thank you, Brock. Yeah, uh, screw, yes. screw the queue. Screw the people that have emailed in before then. What, that we mean, read out the after. The queue of one person. Like this one that I'm about yeah, to read out. Right. Uh, got an email here from Drew, who says, Hello, Pete and Randy, probably. I'm emailing in because I am a D&D &D virgin, but I have just joined a D&D &D club every Wednesday. Just taking out the D&D &D there. How dare you. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. But I've just joined a D&D &D club every Wednesday, but for it being my first time, I'm very nervous. But what advice would you give me? 
in all capitals, please help with five exclamation marks. I mean, obviously I'm Drew. the expert here, but I'll, I'll, let you, chopper. I'll let you have a go on this one, Chopper. Well, I don't know that much about D&D, unfortunately. Mm. Just kidding. Uh, main thing about it, if you're just playing, is pay attention to the DM. Uh, have a general you mean, you mean understanding. Donkey Man. Yes, that's exactly what DM stands for. Mm. Have a general understanding of what your character is, unless like you've, you're going to be given a character or something. If you've made a character to play, have a general understanding of you know how they'd react to certain things, or and like if they're a spellcaster, what spells you can do. It just saves a lot of time if you're going like, oh, I'm going to cast. Um, um, give me a minute. Let me just look through. Hang on. I'm going to. Hang on. What's the range on? How much this do? This would Did be you, me. Yeah. So just have a look through your character sheet. Get familiar with it as much as you can. Pay attention to the DM uh, and just kind of have fun with it. Try not to sweat the details too much. Just role play and the DM will tell you when you need to roll and things like that and what to roll. And so. get your own personal dice because if you walk in, that's a real flex with like some really cool dice. Oh, yeah. And just sort of put them on the table. Well, I was going to say, more than dice, bring in a bag. The stunningly beautiful woman who I imagine will also be playing mm -hmm. will be sitting there looking at your dice thinking, nice. What a man. He's got a... He's got a D20 there. Hell yeah. Yeah, so. Do so you just remember the term D20 and just yeah. wanted to say it to no. look impressive? D just sounds funny. D sounds funny. Are yes, you 12? Yes, I am. Yeah, apparently. Mm. Anyway, that's all the time we've got on the Russell Talk Podcast Smackdown edition. Uh, we're going to be back not on Monday. We're not doing a review of uh, NXT TakeOver Portland. <gasps> Um, simply because we literally do not have the people because there's top mm. super secret projects that we're doing on Monday that we need basically everyone yeah. for. I, I could have done it on my own, but that's not very entertaining. No, exactly. Um, but uh, we will be back on Tuesday with Raw like normal. Uh, if you haven't uh, seen the YouTube version of our stuff lately, we are going to be hosting, for the first time ever, a wrestling show. Holy poo. Yeah, <laughs> presented by WrestleTalk. It's going to feed, we're not starting our own wrestling promotion. We're just showcasing some of the best wrestling in the UK at our own live show. For all the details, go to WrestleTalkLive.com. It's happening on March the 16th at Great Portland Street, venue 229. Uh, so you can find out all the details there and buy tickets and all that stuff. We're going to have a live podcast beforehand with me and Luke and Ollie and Laurie and Adam Blompier as well. He'll be there, so... Go get your tickets, come meet us, and watch some awesome UK wrestling. Mm. I will also be there. Andy will also be there. not doing the podcast, because I'm not important enough. That's exactly the reason why. Uh, anyway, thank you very much for listening, everyone. I love you all. Goodbye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.